such issues about watches of the night and hours of the day. God ordains specific things which must happen at those times. There are heightened spiritual activities with specific spiritual angels available to accomplish a specific task. This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. Today we have an author and pastor with us, Dr. Mark Amoatang. He's founder and senior pastor of Christ Palace International Ministries in Houston and president of Mark Amoatang Ministries. Now it's interesting because Pastor Mark is a medical doctor by training and he now pursues, as he says, the high calling of God full-time, so amen to that. And he's also uh, married to Pastor, Lady Pastor, I should say, Magdalene Doris Amoatang. She's also a medical doctor by profession, so this is very interesting. We welcome you, Dr. Mark, to Charisma Connection. Thank you very much, Chris. And you and your lovely wife have uh, two children as well, don't you? Yes, please, yes. We have Emesis and Johanna. Okay, I think you have a very busy life there. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So you are author of several books, and the one that we want to speak about today is called The Junctions of Time. What do you mean by The Junctions of Time? All right, thank you, Chris. Now, when we talk about junctions of time, it brings us to a concept we call spiritual portals. Mm-hmm. Now, as a, a portal is an opening or a communication between two uh, mediums or two spaces. So when we talk about spiritual portals, we are talking about the communication or the opening between the physical realm and the spiritual realm. Now, there are different types of these portals, and one of them is what is called the time portals. So it is the time portals where I am referring to the junctions of time. Okay, so what are the difference between the watches of the night and the hours of the day? You talk about this in your book. Yes, please. So as I was speaking of the portals, just to go back, we have uh, different types of portals. We have location portals. When you check through the Bible, there was a portion in the Bible called Bathsheba. Anytime anyone go to Bathsheba, they had an encounter with God. Hagar got there, he had an encounter with God. Then Isaac got there, God appeared to Isaac. Jacob is traveling, he got there, the Bible said he slept at Bathsheba, and a ladder appeared, and angels were ascending and descending. As if that is not enough. Jacob is moving from his place to live with his son Joseph. When he goes to Bathsheba, God appears to him. So it looks like at Bathsheba, there was always an encounter. Why? Because Bathsheba is a place portal. Now, one common city in the world which is a portal is the city of Jerusalem because of the events which have happened there. And in Jerusalem, there's a specific place which is called the Temple Mount. There's a reason why there's that place is a portal. Because the Bible said that Solomon built the temple on Mount Moriah, which is the threshing floor of Onan. Now, if you remember, it was on Mount Moriah, God told Abraham to go and sacrifice his son Isaac. And the angel who was pursuing the Israelites when David had sinned, landed on the threshing floor of Onan. And it, it is the same spot all these events are happening. Why? That place is a portal. 
Now, bringing the same concept into time, there are specific times of the day or the night with specific heightened spiritual activities. For example, the IRS works throughout the year, but we all agree that the early part of the year, January, February, March, their activities are very increased because most people are filing their taxes around that time. So in the course of the day, there are specific events which are very heightened at specific times of the day or the night. Could you explain more about the spiritual portals in relationship to time? All right. Now, time is like a highway with junctions on it. And according to the scriptures, we have what is called the watches of the night and the hours of the day. When you traditionally you study this concept, it is called the watches. And most people divide the watches into eight of them throughout the 24-hour period. But when you study the Bible, the watches belong just to the night. And Jesus says that there are 12 hours in the day. Anytime you read the Bible, it makes reference to watches in the night. For example, David says something in Psalm 90 verse 4. For a thousand years in thy sight, uh, but as yesterday when it is past, as a watch in the night. You never find written in the Bible a watch of the day because watches are of the night and hours are in the day. And when we come to such issues about watches of the night and hours of the day, God ordains specific things which must happen at those times. Not that if you pray at other times, God will not listen. But at that point, there are heightened spiritual activities with specific spiritual angels available to accomplish a specific task. Let me give you a very good example. The Bible said, at the hour of prayer, Peter and John were going to the temple. And the Bible says that the hour of prayer being the ninth hour, that does not mean that the, the, the apostles never prayed at 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. But they have 3 p.m., which is the ninth hour, as the hour of prayer. So you can pray at all the hours. But the Bible in the New Testament, not the Old Testament, specifically said the ninth hour is the hour of prayer. Hallelujah. Well, certainly in uh, Jewish culture at the temple, they had certain times that they prayed. So... I mean, that's my understanding. Does, does that relate to what we do today as Christians? Exactly. exactly. It's, in, in, it's in relation with that, that there are specific times and to pray specific prayers. Do you know that the first miracle the apostles did happened at the hour of prayer? Because they were on their way to pray at the hour of prayer, and they had the first miracle. The Bible said Cornelius, too, who was the first Gentile to receive the gospel, he had a vision at the hour of prayer being the ninth hour. So it looks like God does a lot of things at specific times based on, based on the heightened spiritual activities. And I started having experience with this one day. I needed a breakthrough. And God told me that I should rise up at midnight and praise him and worship him. I didn't understand, but I just obeyed. Lo and behold, after I have done that, the following day I got that breakthrough. Then the Spirit of God took me back to Paul and Salah. The Bible said, at midnight, they got up to pray and to praise God. And an angel appeared and brought them deliverance. So there are times of the day 
create increased specific activities for breakthroughs and for specific deliverance and work of God. So how do you think believers can gain this kind of discernment where they're conscious of the times and seasons of God in our lives? Excellent. The Bible talks about the, the children of Issachar, that they were men who understood the times, and they knew what Israel ought to do. And because they knew that their brethren were at their commandment, I believe the word of God is God's final word concerning every matter of life. So as believers, if we must have understanding of time, we must get back to God's word because God has granted us the revelation by his word. And that's what the book talks about. Once you get to the book, you understand from the word of God, not just from human philosophy, but based on the word of God, you will know exactly what to do based on the happenings in the Bible. Let me give you a very good example. We read a story of Elijah and the prophets of Baal. The Bible said that Elijah called for the meeting, but he told the prophets of Baal to pour down fire. And we all know what happened. They could not. But the Bible said at the time of the evening sacrifice, Elijah came on the scene and began to call down fire. Now the question is, which time is the time of the evening sacrifice? Because Elijah being a prophet understood that at that time, there is a portal which has been opening. And according to Josephus, the historian, the time of the evening sacrifice is 3 p.m., which is the time of prayer. And at that time, the portal was open. And at that time, too, when he shouted, Father, let there be fire, it just came because he just knew that at that time it would be easier to access open heavens than other times of the day. That's how come he waited till that time. So through the happenings of the revelation of Scripture, we get to know and design best times to engage specific activities. For example, one of the best times to do spiritual warfare is at midnight. Because at midnight, you get deliverance. Do you know that the children of Israel were delivered at midnight? Not in the morning. They were delivered at midnight. It was at midnight Pharaoh said, please hurry up and leave my land. God brought them deliverance at midnight. Hallelujah. Why do you think that is? that midnight is so important. Okay. Now, midnight is a time where there are a lot of demonic activity. Uh, traditionally, you, you just know that the activities of the enemy is heightened at midnight. And so when the enemy is fighting and plotting against your destiny, and you rise up and you face the enemy head on, you are able to conquer that devil because that is when they are plotting their activity. And you can stop them and say, in the name of Jesus, you don't have right over my family, you don't have right over my children, you don't have right over my business or my marriage. Because when the action is happening, you can stop it. But at times when we sleep throughout the night and the action has already happened, we have lost a chance. We have to go back and work. So Jesus prayed a lot at night. The Bible said it was his custom. He prayed a lot at night. And by morning, he got his victory. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. So um, have you experienced this at midnight when you're getting deliverance for yourself or your family or your ministry? Oh, so much. A lot, a lot. Most of the time, for example, when I moved over to Houston to start the ministry, I, I was not living in Houston. I used to live in Chicago. So uh, God spoke to me to come over to Houston to start a ministry. Mm -hmm. And one thing 
by revelation of scripture, God spoke to me is that at midnight, as you just drive through the street and, 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 and fight the principality which affects church growth in the city. And the moment I heard that instruction, I started doing that. I would drive throughout the night and pray and pray and pray. Suddenly, the heavens over the ministry began to open. And right now, by the grace of God, we started recently, we already have a second branch in the city of Houston. So that once you begin to fight the battles, you get access to the heavens. Angelic activity increases, and there's more favor and breakthrough for you. Mm-hmm. Well, how can we yeah. take advantage of, let's say, divine appointments in our lives? The first thing is to know them. Because if you don't know, the Bible says, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. If you don't know, you can access it. What you don't know, you can never operate in. And not just knowledge, you must have the right knowledge, the accurate knowledge, and the exact knowledge of a thing. So the first thing is to know it. Now, after knowing, the next thing is to put into use what you know. Because it's not just the hearers who are blessed. It's the doers of the word you are blessed. Jesus said, now that you know these things, happy are you if you do them. So the reason why we wrote this book, The Junctions of Time, is to give this knowledge to the body of Christ. If many people can have access to this knowledge, then they can rise up and know what to do. For example, Psalm 91, the Bible says that uh, the terrors by night and the arrows that fly by day, you should know that in the night, there's a class of demonic beings called terrors. They fly in the night. They don't come during the day. In the day, the attack of the enemy is by the arrows. So that when you are praying in the day, you must fight against arrows. The enemies are thrown at you. But at night, you must come against terrors. That is how come many people are full of fear at night. Because at night, there's a demonic class called the terrors. They are released. With this knowledge, in the night, you just begin to know what to do. You begin to fight in the name of Jesus. I walk in boldness. For the righteous are as bold as a lion. Any spirit of fear released into the city, into the neighborhood, I overcome you. So you must get the knowledge, which is very crucial. And the moment you get the knowledge, you begin to access the knowledge. Now, when you begin to access the knowledge, like the children of Israel, the Bible said, when you understand the time, you will know what to do. And the moment you know what to do, everything in life will be at your command. You begin to walk in dominion. You begin to walk in power because you are operating with informed knowledge. Glory mm. be to God. And we certainly get our knowledge from the scriptures, don't we? Now, Excellent. Excellent. What, what are the benefits? Just talk uh, briefly about all of the benefits that come from knowing about these junctions of time. All right. First of all, as I already said, to know is to be empowered. Mm-hmm. When you know, you are empowered. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1, the Bible says, there is a time for everything. There is time for everything. So there are times you must know what to do. There are seasons. Very soon we, are, we, are, we have entered, we are entering the fall, winter will come. There are things you don't do in winter. There are things you must do in summer. In the same way, to be able to navigate the realm of the spirit, you must have understanding of the junctions of time. Now, when you have understanding of the junctions of time, what happens is that you are able to create PowerPoints in your life. 
I was talking about portals. When you have understanding of a portal, you know how to create a portal because portals are created by consistency of practice. For example, if in your house you have a prayer closet and you pray there, you pray there a lot, very soon somebody can enter that room and say, ah, I sense God here. What you did unknowingly was that by consistency of practice, you created a portal. As a person too, if you can spend time in the presence of with your knowledge of portals, you become a person porter. I'm sure we, we've heard about the blessed woman, Catherine Kuman, and it is said of her that she would just walk through a kitchen in a hotel and people would fall under the power. She was not praying or singing, but the woman had become a person porter. He was carrying the very presence of God. He was always in contact with the supernatural so that when he came into a room, he brought the supernatural with him. So with your understanding of portals and the junctions of time, you are able to create portals around your life, in your home, in your car. And with that, you are able to superimpose the supernatural over the natural, the spiritual over the natural, the divine over humanity. And that one begins to make you a master and a conqueror in life. Amen. Mm. Uh, we all need that, and we all want to carry the Holy Spirit with us throughout our lives, no matter what we're doing, right? Yes, please. Well, Dr. Mark Homoatang, we certainly thank you for being with us today to talk about The Junctions of Time, your new book. How can people get a hold of your new book? You can just go to uh, my website, www.markamoatang.net, or you can go to Amazon, amazon.com, and you just hitting the junctions of time, and you should be able to get it, please. Okay. And I'm going to spell your name so people know that URL. That's M-A-R-K-A-M-O-A-T-E-N-G.com to get to Mark Amoatang Ministries. Dot net, actually. Dot uh, oh, I'm net. sorry, dot net. Okay. Yes, we please. got it. So do you have all of your books on there? Yes, please. Yes. yes. Okay. I know you wrote I have uh, all my books there. How to Receive yeah. from God, The Wonders of Speaking in Tongues. You also write daily devotionals called The Voice, don't you? Yes, please, The Voice Devotional. And people can subscribe to that on the website, too. And uh, the good thing is that the, the book on the junctions of time, I have uh, a free download of a portion of the book. So people can go to the website and get two chapters of the book and read and have more knowledge on that also. Oh, that's good. So if people want to know more about the spiritual portals or the watches of the night, the hours of the day, the junctions of time, they can get a uh, portion of that um, on your website, so for free. All right, yes, excellent. Please. Well, thank you, Dr. Mark, for joining us today. We certainly appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Listeners, we appreciate your tuning in today for Charisma Connection. And please be sure to check out cpnshows.com. We keep adding to our network on Charisma Podcast Network. Lots of interesting shows there now. And uh, we hope that you will rate and review this show so that we can continue with these great interviews with Charisma Connection. Thanks so much and have a blessed day. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.